0: You How know. is it? Amazing. Exquisite. Exotic. Very exotic. From far
1: away. I From love very
0: it. far away. I love it. And what is the intent that smooth senses? Mischief. It is every woman's right to self-defense. I give Amali the eyebrows. Diplomacy. No.
1: Diplomacy eyebrows.
0: Counter-diplomacy.
1: Counter-diplomacy <laughs> eyebrows? What do you do? I scowl.
0: Grump for the win. Team Grump. I don't mind. I'm comfortable with my body. Strip.
1: Amali enters into the pool with you guys. You do see that he has scars all over his body, on his back, on his chest.
0: Uh, upon seeing the scars, Taylor will say under his breath and very quietly, some kind of cat.
1: You're thinking about leaving?
0: We're considering options of pursuing information.
1: What does that matter? We're family now. You You have a house. You have somewhere to stay.
0: Is he crying? A little bit. All the gesture is appreciated. I can't say that I've really found my family yet.
1: Welcome back to The Gate Chronicles, Season 1, Episode 9. We're going to get started with everyone around the table. First off, hi, I'm Snow, and I'm the GM for this podcast. I also play Snow in, um, you know, sort of online, but this day I am your game master. So listen up, peons.
2: We're listening.
0: Hi, I am Quentin, but a measly peon. I play Charles Smoot, 57-year-old biology teacher, born and raised in New York, currently in the middle of who knows where, doing... Who knows what, but trying to find someone very important to him. Hi there, I'm Zach. I'll be playing uh, good old Alfred Kenneth Mest here today. We're going to see what's going to happen today. It Should be interesting. Hi, I'm uh, Jaden. I'll be playing Finavir Avere, Bard for Profit. You're listening to TGC with Alan Taylor, played by this lovable jack wagon, Andrew.
1: So today, we have a very special way to introduce this episode featuring our very own bard.
0: Time to get our story straight. Last we met here at the gate. A work was done, time to get clean, and Mali's scars looked pretty mean. A tavern state was our delight, on our troubles shed some light. To the south, at Tangistan, runs a rumor of time in. Books abound to the north, library scrolls, and reports. There was an offer that was made to join up Callus and Brigade. Mali told us, danger no, train with me and then you go. Smoot had made Cease Cry. Who can help this grumpy guy? What will be our hero's fate? Find out this week on the gate.
2: Do, 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 do. Yay! Wow, that was pretty impressive. <laughs> what a way to recap.
0: Yay. Immensely informative.
1: Very. It was like the best intro we've had. Dang, guys. All right. So. The celebratory air you initially felt has now faded into a more somber moment. Smoot's words hang heavily in the air. I can't say that I've really found my family yet. It's a sobering moment and a good reminder that maybe this isn't where you belong.
0: Uh, Where are we still? Are we, You're uh, still, still the, in the tavern. We're still in the tavern? You're
1: still looking at each other as Cece ran out the door and is out of the building.
0: You know, the, um, this this feels right. This is the appropriate tone. This is where Smoot lives. <laughs> drug um, you all down into it now. Benavir has a uh, somewhat now emotional attachment to make sure that she is okay. Or should I say paranoia? I'm not sure yet. Okay. He would run after her.
1: Okay. Amali sits there for a moment, but he seems to be letting her get some space initially. And then he gets up as if to go after her as well.
0: I'm going to reach over and uh, flick Smoot right on the ear. Boy, you just—you know the wrong thing to say at just the wrong time, don't you? Wouldn't it be the wrong thing to say at just the right time, just to ruin everything? But uh, I hear what you're trying to say. It's just not right, though. There are times to bite your tongue. There are also times to be truthful.
1: Well, I mean, I get where Smoot's coming from. I just feel really bad because uh, it wasn't the nicest thing to say, Mr. Smoot.
0: No. No, it certainly wasn't the nicest. Or the second nicest. All I'm saying, she's been very hospitable, and everyone, surprisingly, for how much death and gloom is supposedly in the air, has been very kind to us. That doesn't mean this is where we belong. Are you telling me that none of you are homesick? No one wants to see their families? No, you can't it with that. Oh, what, Taylor? What's the problem with that? Oh, are you just trying to not think about it and maybe everything will be hunky-dory? Maybe. Well, that's unfortunately not how life works. If you just leave an open wound alone, it's just gonna fester. I'm closing it and not thinking about it. The longer we stay here, the longer we're leaving an unattended wound just left to the elements. The longer we're here, the more time passes. And the more time passes, the more irreparable the damage is that's done. For all we know, hundreds or thousands of years have already passed. Now my question to you is, if that's the case, how does one more day make any difference to the damage that's been done? If that's the case, we could be in a simulation. We could be on a different plane of existence. We could be on a different planet. All we need to know is where and when we are. We don't have concrete answers. That is all I'm trying to look for. That's all I've been doing. While all of you have been lollygagging and gallivanting about.
2: You know, Smoot, that's hurtful. The meat runs out the door.
0: Wow! Well, at least all the ladies have left now.
2: <laughs> Wait, what,
1: what does that make me? Wow, Smoot, you really know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Kelsey no cries Kelsey's and st- runs off. <laughs>
1: <God>. <laughs> Ooh, okay, I'm sorry. Kelsey just looks at you. Mr. Smoot, I think you really do need to work on the way you speak to people.
0: It's a thing called social skills. I'm surprised the teacher finds himself lacking. I only know what is right and wrong. I don't need to sugarcoat it. I just need to bestow upon you the right answer. Kitties must have loved you. I got an outstanding run of marks. They said they actually learned something. That how to be a jerk? How to get work done, Taylor. Something you may be unfamiliar with. If you might recall, <clears throat> I am the only other one in this entire group. That has been asking the same questions as you, with equal fervor. I just assume I still haven't quite finished my soup.
1: There's very little left, and <laughs> yeah. you are just trying to make it last just as long, long
0: as, as possible. This is <laughs> yeah, you- a very interesting play <laughs> tone, because we keep going back and forth through dialogue, <laughs> <laughs> and what the heck is happening? This is hysterical.
2: Oh,
1: uh, Kelsey finally uh, gets in between you two, and she says, all right... Should we go after them, or are we just going to stand here and argue? I mean, I mean, we do need to figure out what we're going to be doing, but we keep fighting. I don't know. Mr. Alfred, what do you think?
0: Well, we still need to talk to Amali at the very least. So, I figure our best ch- course of action is probably going to be to train with Amali first. Regardless of what we want to do, whether or not mm. we're heading to the closer camp or... Heading through the dark wood, or around the dark wood, or what have you to the other place. What well, was it, the Tiger's Den? That's where I would like to go. That's Regardless where of, of where we want to go, we should train first. We may be losing a valuable opportunity then. If we could travel with Kallus and Asha and bring Amali with us, we'd have three experienced persons to guide our way.
1: But, Mr. Spoot, didn't they say that it would take about a month to get there?
0: It's going to take a month either way.
1: Plus, they were going to stop at, um, ruins, they said. Couldn't that take more time?
0: Potentially, but...
1: I know that they said that they accounted for that, but still. And also that puts us at more risk if we go into the ruins and it's as dangerous as they say.
0: We don't have to go into the ruins. We can merely stop there while they're doing whatever they need to. It's more of just getting an escort. There's also the fact that... The biggest source of information as to our, specifically our circumstances, is the ruins that we came out of, which are probably the ruins that Amali and that feller Finnevere were looking to uh, explore when we first met them, considering they were heading from in the direction that we were coming from. Now, if we train up, we could go search those ruins on our own with Amali and Finnevere. Quick question. Do, do, do ruins tend to, to grow legs and walk away? No, but people do. People tend to have those things that are walking and travelers specifically tend to move around. Those ruins will be there, Taylor. If far traveler, we may never know where he is again. And if he is tied to us, if he is one of us, someone that woke up before then. Or she. He may have more. Or she. Or she. She. They could have some answers. That's all I'm saying. If someone woke us up before us, they were probably asking the same questions. Who knows if they have gotten further than we are trying to get? Don't reinvent the wheel if someone knows how. We're not reinventing the wheel here, but we don't even know what a wheel is. But a traveler might. Smooth. They heard rumors of him back. Okay, how long ago was it
1: that they, they heard the rumor? Been probably about a month for them.
0: Okay, they heard rumors back about a month ago. They didn't even get accurate information on what the person looked like, what they were doing, or where they were going. For all we know, by the time we would get to the location where they heard the rumors about him, he could have, A, been in a completely different location, and his story just traveled there, or B, he's in a completely different location when, they, when the rumors got there, and he's already moved again. But if we, at least if we went to the Tiger's Den and that's where everything started, they'd have more concrete information. If he did leave, they'd know where. If he's still there, we could get lucky. They would know where, regardless of how long it takes us to get there. Where did they hear the rumor? Because if I remember correctly, it wasn't the Tiger's Den. No. No. It the, lambs they respite. went to Lamb's yeah.
1: Respite, and then they traveled down to Ashby, yeah. and they're heading towards Tiger's Den now.
0: Yeah. So you want to head away from where they heard the rumor. No, 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 no. They said that he was rumored to be in the tiger's den, which is about a month away. And the rumor is about a month old, which means by the time we get there, our information is two months outdated. We'd at least be getting closer. If we head to Lamb's Respite, we're going one month north, and then it would take us two months to get south to Tiger's Den, which would be three months collectively. As far as I remember, looking at the map, just, uh, just real quick, looking at the map, wasn't Lamb's Respite, like, less than half the distance from here to Tiger's Den and wasn't through the Darkwood. She said it took them a month to get there, though.
1: Hold on, I could be wrong. He could be right.
0: You said Kylas and Asha took a month to get from there. So, to me, Smoot doesn't know many other things. He would assume that it would take a month to travel there. They might have been working on side quests. They could be. But wouldn't we be as well in order to level up and train? They've also been here for a week. Oh, I mean... No, they haven't been here for a week They or so. said they've they been here for a week, yeah. They said they've been here. For I could have sworn we, they said they were Fortnite, new in town. So
1: four four days ago, so. Mm. For, Fortnite is
0: two weeks. Yeah, Fortnite's two weeks. Is it? I said yeah. yes. A why, Fortnite's two why weeks. Why did I
1: think... That it was four days. Well, because okay. Because four, four
0: night, fortnight. Okay, oh, uh, so I, I'm weeks. just
1: telling you right now that they've been there for four days, and I, uh, that's what I intended by saying fortnight. I was mistaken. You, you
0: did say four days and fortnight separately, at the, uh, considering the same thing, so I think it was conveyed across the audience. I was under the impression they were there for a little under a week. I would, I would like to propose that that information was from someone who tends to speak in hyperbole who had already started on drinking. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong. When you guys get a chance to look at a map again, you'll be able to clear up what the distance would be and how long it might take.
0: Did we get any kind of description of what Tiger's Den was? Secret Guild. Uh, no yeah, base. Yeah, we were told it's a secret Guild.
1: That's about we're... all you got was that okay. it was one of the Seeker bases.
0: I know we were told there's like a library in Lamb's Respite as well, though. You we were, were told, told that there are so, libraries in no secret Guild.
1: So you were told, this is what you were told. You learned that Asha read The Prophet of Prophet at Lamb's respite. It could have been a long time ago, because you have to assume that they've traveled multiple places multiple times. What you understood though is she said that those books get moved around from base to base. Seekers are allowed to take them, and she said it's the law. Okay. So based on that you have to extrapolate information.
0: Okay. The book is God. None of us care about the book. Finavir came up the record. The records would show who took it. Theoretically, yeah. Whatever we decide, we should probably go as a group. Getting split up will only lead to a very similar issue where we're just wandering around for months, trying to track one another down if we ever needed to get in contact, if we found any clues. But grudgingly, whatever the group decides, I will stick with them. I'm just saying the quickest path to answers, maybe not the safest, would be to go to Tiger's Den. But life isn't always easy. All right, then. So we're staying in training? So take it to a vote. All in favor of uh, sticking around and training.
1: But not everybody's here.
0: Well, we can get their votes later. All right. Those here in favor of staying and training. Raise your hand.
1: Kelsey raises her hand.
0: Alan will raise his hand. Mest finishes his soup. <sighs> well, I mean, we're not really going to get done much otherwise. So if we leave, we can get other things done, though, Mest. Or die.
1: Mask raises his hand as well. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. Smith.
0: I'm going to take that as an affirmative no. What do you mean? We still have other people that need to vote. Well, no, no. I'm from you. Oh, yeah. No, hard no. All right. Yeah, so we've yeah. got currently our tally is three to one.
2: Kelsey looks like actually kind of sad by your vote.
0: Hold on. Who's Smoot also counting in this vote? Because there's only one other vote for the and time travelers, which is David. And we can almost assure that David doesn't want to leave. Listen, all I'm saying is there are three other people who are not present here right now. I, I just like <laughs> how a Taylor just immediately goes to the American response democracy. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> it's called democracy, and back where we come from, it's kind of the law. Who are you telling us It was a constitutional republic, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a democratic constitutional republic. Apples and oranges, let's go find the others. Gosh. All right, so you guys leave. Well, and you eat. He says as he's just walking out the door. Smoot. What? Get back here and eat. Why? Because you're hungry. So... I'm hungry, too. Good for you. You want to get a beer? Wait, maybe. Did did Finnevere actually order food? Because last I remember, there was something about getting a rock sandwich for (laughs) Smoot. That was a joke. I got him the nicest thing on the menu, the duck. Yeah, (laughs) Okay, I'm just making sure. He did. He got two ducks, ducks. two
1: chicken or something like that. Yeah, it's a
0: two or more person platter, and I got one for Kelsey and Cece as well. It was an extra. Very Ooh. expensive dinner. Yeah, but everyone <laughs> ran away from dinner. So Smoot ran away. It's I'm everyone still at the table. <laughs> Mess ate his food.
1: Okay, so Alan and Smoot stay behind.
0: We have an angry meal, arguing and yelling at <laughs> each other. I'm hungry. I'm hungry too. Okay. <laughs> Before I leave, I'm just gonna toss an extra silver to the barkeep.
1: He looks at the coin that you flipped, uh, flicked to him on the table, and he nods as you leave. He gives you. A very strange thumbs up, which seems kind of out of place in the society, but it seems like some things have maybe carried over.
0: I'll I'll give him the thumbs up back and be on my way.
1: All right. Benavir, you and Amali go outside. You don't see Cece anywhere. It looks like she's probably taken off a bit. So you and him are uh, probably going to have to search. It doesn't take long, though, because you hear yelling upstairs and then you see David come running out, crying.
0: Oh You're so mean to me. I don't know what I did wrong. i just kidding.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I would go up to him hearing of this. I will put my hands on the back of his shoulders. You shouldn't feel bad today. You did great. You have great courage within you.
2: I don't, Thank you. I appreciate that. They don't appreciate me. Mr. Smoot doesn't appreciate what I do for him.
0: I appreciate you, David.
2: <laughs> he can, like You just see
1: tears on this big black man's face. And I don't know how to describe this, but... It's like a bond forms between you two, and it's there, and there's nothing you can do about it now. It's
0: called Saga. David will remember this. David, re- <laughs> <laughs>
2: David will remember this. <laughs> that just appears over your head. Yes, there you go. All right. So, do we need to find uh, the CC? Wait, it wasn't it, her the yelling at CC.
0: There. Very important. Did I notice if she was wearing the mask when she wore off? She right, run out.
1: did run out with the half mask on her face.
0: Okay. Slightly less, but still concern.
1: (laughs) Amali just looks at you, and he pauses for a moment as he seems to be thinking.
3: I have a feeling I know where she is, but she's found some new places, I think, to go and hide. Uh, We might need to split up.
0: Okay, divide and conquer.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna head to the market. You could head back towards the house.
0: Okay, I'm off.
3: Davi just looks back and forth. I'm coming with you,
2: Finn.
0: Thanks, Devine. I could use an extra set of eyes.
1: So, you guys go off. I'm just going to have you roll a few checks for me as you go perceptioning. Alfred, you would come out probably about that conversation went on for 15 ish minutes. So, you'd come out basically well, when they were gone. So, when yeah. you got there, you're like, uh, okay.
0: Callus and Asha were there if you wanted to talk to them. They left. Oh, they left? They, they left before they our left entire off. conversation. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, I like Callus. So do I. But we're never going to see him again. We might see him again. 15.
1: Okay. You are wandering around for approximately 13 minutes before you even catch eyes. Like you even catch like the sight of this little half mask peeking out in the crowd. Um, and she just seems to be walking through
0: I just meandering. The house.
1: They're heading towards the house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He was told to check towards the house at that direction.
0: So you, I see her?
1: You you see the half mask, like the little ears,
0: like on a person or on the ground. On a person. Okay, I'll approach.
1: So you go up to the person.
0: Okay, so I actually make it up to there. Yeah. Hey there.
1: You go up to the person who is wearing traditional Ashby garb, and you say "Hey there" to the person, and they turn. Um, who are you?
0: Oh, uh, nobody important. Okay. Will be one day. Enough effort. Oh, you know.
3: You know. Good, you were- good luck with that
0: you left out of there in in such a hurry is everything all right
3: um i left out of where
0: uh i would like to make a check to figure out if i think that it's actually cc under the mask wisdom 5
1: uh the person appears about the same height similar clothes wearing the mask kind of weird that they keep saying like uh yeah okay like it's just a little awkward but it could be CC. since i'm
0: in a hurry i will skip the formalities and just attempt to lift the mask a bit
1: okay whoa 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 there excuse me
0: does that sound like cc
1: a little bit oh it sounds like a young girl a little bit yeah your, your wisdom wasn't high enough to get much more it sounds <laughs> like a little girl
0: wouldn't i get to add my sense motive to that which would make it a nine. She's
1: not bluffing. Um, and also the sense motive would be trying to get a, uh, I suppose you could roll. Sure. You can add that.
0: Okay. So then it will be a nine. It's Which doesn't help a whole lot. It doesn't help no, too much. That was a pretty bad roll. But,
1: yeah. Th- it sounds like on. a young, young woman, young girl's voice.
0: Like, what did he say to you to make you so upset anyway?
3: It, 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 who, who said what to me? Excuse you, sir.
0: It's easy. Is
3: uh, that who that was?
1: Oh, I, um, I'm um, i not Cece.
0: You, the girl no. lifts
1: the mask off and you see that it's this brown eye similar to Cece's, but she's got freckles all over her face and like almost all the way onto her ears as well.
0: Wait, does that mask look like my mask? Yeah. Did sh- Did she give you the mask?
3: Yeah, we made a trade.
0: I hope it was for something good. Yeah. All right.
1: I regret it. Since I'm being bothered by somebody like you, well, she, she puts the mask back down and walks away. I,
0: I swear, everyone in this village is so
1: sassy. I'm sorry, my personality comes out everywhere.
0: <laughs> so if you saw her, could you tell me where she went?
1: She already walked away.
0: I will and pursue. She's
1: ignoring, oh, so
0: you're following I'm her. faster than anyone in this village.
1: <laughs> what?
0: I can be if I need to.
1: Oh, okay. Expeditious retreat, I suppose. I have
0: one spell left. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. Okay. So you're chasing after this person and she finally just stops as you walk after her, and you're talking to her and she stops. She says, will you stop following me, please? That's very weird.
0: I need to find her. Could you please tell me where she went? Uh,
1: okay. All I know is that she asked me for my whistle and then she gave me her mask and then she
3: went um, she went towards the uh, town hall.
0: Okay. Sorry to bother you. You have a great day and I'll book it. Okay. I hope it I will book it, but also try to make sure that David can still see me.
2: Oh, went up. I can't. I can't do this. Oh, God, I need to exercise more. Listen. All right. So, have you, that was that her? She no. was wearing the mask,
0: right? She traded the mask away. That was expensive. Oh,
2: did she get something good at least?
0: Apparently a whistle. I could have given her one of those. What does she need a whistle for? No idea. Yeah, it could be a stranger danger whistle. Oh, but maybe it was a good trade.
1: Alfred, you do see them uh, walking around nearby, just looping back around, it looks like.
0: All right, I'll go up and just... Benavir! Miss! Yes. Have Have you seen Cece or Amali? No, but I heard she was heading towards Town Hall. Uh, well, I guess we might as well go after her for now. All right, we'll see what we find. Hey, David! Uh, what, uh Yeah, What you, what is it? You have a keen eye. Is that what we called it? Yeah, that's what I would call it.
2: Uh, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: It's well, uh my uh, a, uh, do you, It's uh Do you think that you could be maybe discern CC's tracks among the Do I the look like a them?
2: bloodhound? Do, do does it really look like I could track somebody's feet? Look at all the footprints. There are so many footprints. There are many different footprints. Another day. Probably not. I am I'm not good at tracking. No 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 no. Listen. If you want me to look at something and say, oh, that's worth a lot of money, that's what I can do for you.
0: Okay, duly noted. Till then, (laughs) let's see what we can find near town hall.
2: Specifically the words, oh, that's worth a lot of money, just so you know. Because some things in this world are a little uh, weird and I'm not sure how to price them yet.
0: If you keep telling me your numbers, I might be able to figure that out eventually.
1: (laughs) Oh, great. Wonderful. (laughs) So you guys are heading towards town hall. Alan. Still eating. And Smoot.
0: At some point, I would just sit there. Nothing is appetizing right now. My stomach can't be filled when something's weighing on my conscience. Did you finish the ale you were handed? Probably like halfway down, in the middle of eating uh, one of the duck legs. Well, luckily it's mobile. And he just gets up.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. So you guys are actually. Perhaps a duck leg. So you, you take the duck leg with you outside? Yeah,
0: he takes duck leg and takes the beer and walks out.
1: Okay. So, bit of beer. Alan, do you sit there and continue eating your duck? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So, Finevere and Alfred, you guys make it towards the town hall. Why don't you two make a perception check for me really quick?
0: All right. 18. Okay. 18 as well.
1: All right. You guys hear a tooting sound in the air that sounds somewhat like a whistle. Aww. Not a fart, Quentin.
0: Is it uh, musical in nature? Like, it does it have a rhyme or rhythm?
1: It has a little bit of a melody, but it's not very good. It's kind of shaky on the notes.
0: I have a whistle, but I don't think that sing or strings would <laughs> apply to that. Uh, but all right, I'll follow it then. Okay,
1: so you, you follow after the sound. All right, so you guys follow after. Uh, I'm assuming, do you go after him as well? or
0: Why, why are we following a whistle? Uh, Cece sold that mask. I gave it for a whistle. Ah, all I right. really hope it's a good one. <laughs> Can I help you, Quinn?
1: Why are you looking at me weird? Nothing. Okay. No, he no, just wants to what, grump. What's your thought
0: process? Nothing. We're fine. Quentin. What's your thought I'm process? I'm just terrified Quentin, of whistles. What are you thinking? <laughs> oh. Why is he afraid of whistles? Because of the context of who made the whistle. Or at least thought up of a whistle. I don't trust this woman in whistles. <laughs> she and wind instruments are immensely <laughs> dangerous objects. <laughs> how, how is... Actual real life M dangerous with a wind <laughs> instrument.
1: Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: Smoots grumpily trying to look for people tracking them if he can.
1: Okay, good luck with that. Make perception check. Survival. Sure, if you're tracking. Twenty one. So there's a lot of footprints and a lot, of, um, many of them are kind of blending into the dirt. You do see that the tavern is starting to get more people coming into it as you're leaving. Uh, so it's really hard for you to discern. Your friend's footprints, but you do see some heavier footprints in shoes that look more like what you would wear, like modern, air quotes, air quotes around the word modern.
0: I'd try and follow them. They look like boots, maybe. Boots. Nike. With no. tread. There's a little tread. <laughs> no, 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 no. All
1: right. So you follow after the whistle. Alfred, you asked him um, why you were following the whistle and you learned that it was because of Ceci making the trade. Do you follow after him? Yeah. Okay.
0: Once explained that Whistle would be potential CC, I would still follow.
1: All right, so potential CC. So you follow after it, and
0: yes. If we've been traveling all this time, I would ask them what the heck was said to her to set set her off like that. I'm going to assume it was Smoot.
2: David chimes in. Yeah, no, Smoot said something that wasn't exactly the nicest thing to say. She basically said that we were... Her family and Smoot was more along the lines of, basically, you're not my family. I need to find my actual family and brushed <sighs> her off. You know.
0: Smoot, your grump is a two-edged sword, I swear.
2: All right. So you guys
1: follow after this, this whistling sound. And you see on a side street, like sitting on some crates, you see Cece and she's sitting there. And she looks like she's playing on a long pipe uh, whistle. And she she's playing it, and then she's looking in your direction. As soon as she catches your eye, she hops up from the crates, and she starts trotting towards the hill house, and she maneuvers her way through the crowd. At that moment, in the light breeze, a red scarf catches your vision, and you see a larger crowd that appears to line along the main street and several strangely tall red guard passing by.
0: In the direction that she's heading?
1: in the direction that she's heading and she is dodging through the crowd and pushing through.
0: I will consume a coffee bean and cast Expeditious Retreat. Okay. Uh, this makes me quite fast. I think to be specific, this will last for three minutes and increases my land speed by 30 feet.
1: Okay. This uh, it also
0: affects uh, acrobatics with jumping distance okay. if that matters.
1: So I'm assuming you start to run towards her? Yep. Okay. So you start running towards her and you are having to essentially push through the crowd as well and it's slowing you down and you're actually just within reach of her but she is managing to dodge through because she's a little bit shorter than you.
0: Difficult terrain, half speed, it would should still be just like, you know,
1: just a like. good,
0: good, good bit faster than her, like by a fourth.
1: Yes, but there's a lot of people and this is almost like a line of people that seem to be almost trying to see something, she pushes through it right before you're about to grab her. And as she does, you hear a screeching sound from some kind of wild beast. And then you hear a scream.
0: Is the scream audible from the bar? Is it female or male?
1: It sounds femal. 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 You hear a lot of voices start getting really loud, but it's a little distance away. You do hear a little bit of a scream, though, that breaks the silence of you chomping away at food and the tavern's starting to get a little noisy, which goes dead silent.
0: I've had sufficient time to eat my food. I'm going to go investigate.
1: Okay. Smoot, you hear it. And Alfred, you hear it. David, you guys hear it. And the crowd starts murmuring, and it sounds like a lot of people are actually uh, starting to scream as well and freak out.
0: My focus is 100% CC. I'm more or less uh, ignoring the surrounding at this point. Uh, have you ever been tilted and tunnel-visioned? Tilted and tunnel vision. Well, that's, that's how it works. He's got tunnel vision. Yeah, so, so he's very
1: focused on her. I, okay. um,
0: it's very difficult to care about anything else other than her safety. Got so, it. Uh, that, so I want to roll perception real quick. Okay. Oh, that's that's a three. Uh, so nine, but I wanted to try to try to see if there was anyone who looks like mildly calm at least that I could try to talk to to figure out what's going on.
1: You see a tall man at the back who appears to be looking over, but you can see his eyes
3: are wide and a little disturbed.
0: Uh, sir, sir, what, what's going on?
3: A girl. She was bitten. Bitten by what? One of the total lizards. Is she
0: all right? Is Why is there a lizard in the middle of town? They're the red guard mounts. Oh, oh.
3: But he's like, I didn't see anything else than that. I just heard her scream and I
1: can see that thing. And you do see when you look up, you see this reptilian skin, greenish gray in color, peeking over the crowd as you see this creature start to thrash around, knocking over some people. You even see its tail fling in the air, and you see it's about six feet long. Finnevere, you step through the crowd. You're able to push through as a lot of people actually back out. And you see that this large reptilian creature that looks to be about six feet tall and maybe ten feet long. At least that's what you guess from the angle that you're looking at. You hear it let out this growling hiss sound as it starts to thrash and pull along this humanoid body like a rag doll and shake it. And you see that it's Cece and it has her by the arm. It has this skin flap that fans out from its neck as though it were trying to perform some sort of intimidation tactic. Two guards rush over and draw their weapons, pointing it towards Cece and this large lizard-like creature. The guard that is riding on top of it seems to be struggling to grab the reins from the creature. But after a moment, he does, and he pulls back on the creature's reins, and it seems to stop thrashing about and simply holds Cece there while she hangs from her arm limp.
0: Uh, I'll rush out into the middle and say, What is the meaning of this?
1: So as you go out, they turn their weapons towards you, and one of them says, Get back.
0: Uh, hey, hey, she's with me. What, what's, like? What are you doing here? You hear
1: a voice cut through the panic of the crowd and it draws your attention towards the front of the line and everyone seems to grow quiet.
3: What is going on here?
1: And a man steps down from one of the larger mounts at the front of the line of soldiers. As he approaches, you see that he is wearing a long red shoulder cape that is splaying back with every step he takes towards you. And on his head, you see that he's wearing a very sharp looking cap unlike all the rest of the soldiers who are wearing helmets that obscure their faces. His features are sharp and angular, and you can see that although his physique is rather unassuming, his face speaks of another story of command and intimidation. And as he marches towards you, you see his hand reach towards his side as if he was reaching for some sort of weapon, all the while shouting at the soldiers around him. As he arrives, he sees that the creature is biting down on Cece, and he turns to the soldiers who are holding their weapons
3: pointed at her, and he says, Drop your weapons. Are you insane? Get a hold of your Toda, soldier, or I will take care of it for you. The two guards who had drawn
1: their weapons and pointed them at Cece and you, Finavir, immediately lower them. The one that was riding atop this Toda lizard seems to be trying to pull back on the reins to get it to release, but to no avail. At this, the man wearing the red shoulder cape takes his hand that he had trained on his weapon and he draws it, and as he does, you see that there is a blue shimmering light that appears as he pulls it out of the scaffold, and you see that he is wielding a blue sword, which he then takes and rams through the skull of this large lizard. You hear an agonizing screech from the Toda as the blade enters into its head. Its eyes roll back into its skull and its mouth falls open and releases Cece's arm, and it falls over, dead on the ground. The soldier atop of it having to jump off as the large body falls over with
3: a massive thud.
0: Thanks for that. I should hope your men learn to control their pets a little bit better.
3: Why is she running out into the road?
0: Who wouldn't? Everyone's trying to get somewhere. Now, are you going to pay for her medical expenses or what?
1: He looks down at her with an apathetic look and then looks back up at you. Seemingly searching your face for a brief moment and then he says take her
0: then I'm coming with her
1: very well He then turns and signals for two soldiers to approach they come over and they start to pick her up You see that Cece is passed out her arm Falls limp to the side as they grab her and you see that there is a Slight trickle of blood coming down from her right arm.
0: I'm disarmed. I don't have my backpack. I have... Why would you ask... I only have... Why would you not just... I can only cast three spells. Why would you not just ask her to leave? Just take her and leave you and press her, her own medical way. attention for the people we were told
1: to keep her away from. Make a perception check really it's quick. too late
0: now. Uh-oh. Five.
1: You see familiar red hair in the crowd and you see a very furrowed brow and it appears that you that Amali is in the background. He looks extremely angry
0: not at me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he looks extremely angry at the situation at this point.
0: David, go get Schmoot and Alan.
2: I do. Do, just, you think I, do you think I can run after them? You're scrawnier than I am.
0: All right. I'm going to stay and make sure they don't get into too much trouble. Let them know what's going on.
2: I really think you did not hear what I just said. <laughs> I... I cannot run to go get them. You
0: don't have to run. You
2: just have to let them know what's going on. So I can go at my own pace? As long as you find
0: Smoot and and Alan.
2: All right. I will do my best, okay? All right. But
0: what is going on up there? I'm assuming Cece's in some trouble right now,
2: right? All right. right, right, I'm going. I'm going. (laughs) And he runs off and then he stops running like halfway
1: through and he's just like, he seems to take a deep breath.
0: (laughs) Smoot would have. As soon as he heard the scream, would have immediately stopped tracking and immediately ran towards that direction just from the off chance it was Cece.
1: Okay. So you get there as you see two soldiers carrying Cece, looking like they're putting on her on these giant lizard looking creatures. Uh, they have, they almost look like Komodo dragons with how thick their skulls are and like there's almost stub snout. But they have frills that seem to flare out as they turn and they hiss at the crowd that's around them, who are all whispering. And you see Finavier following along, very concerned looking as he goes, almost like he's asking for help. I assume.
0: Do I see any familiar faces other than uh, CC and Finavier? Uh, so, I- after telling David to go find them, I w- I want to make a stealth check to try to follow along them stealthfully.
2: Okay. Go ahead. Without
0: being noticed, 15.
1: Okay. Uh, You're able to move along. A lot of the crowd members are also going along, uh, following very cautiously, and they seem very worried.
0: So wait, let me, I just want to get this straight. I come to the scene. I see Cece with blood on her arm, her being carried away by two soldiers, a dead monitor lizard in the middle of the road, and Finnevere pleading for assistance.
1: Well, I don't, I asked if he was, I don't know what facial expression he's making. Do you look concerned at all?
0: I am upset. Okay. So he's angry for some reason. Just just clarifying all of these informations. Yeah,
1: he's he's angry for some reason. Okay.
0: I'm going to run to the town hall.
1: Okay. You go, you, you run towards the town hall. So, Alan, you make it to the crowd. Um, not long after, you see Smoot run towards the town hall.
0: Smoot, ah, he's gone. <sighs>
1: But you do see the crowd and you see large lizard creatures carrying red guard on their back that appear to be heading out of town
0: uh, I guess I'll go up to someone who is at the front of the crowd and ask what happened.
1: It looks like some girl got bit
0: What did she look like she have longish brown hair smaller smaller side round yeah, well, something,
1: something along that line
0: Well shoot y- do you know her? Possibly.
1: <laughs> oh geez well they're they're getting ready to take her out of town.
0: Uh, I rush forward towards the caravan of, well, not caravan, but group of soldiers.
1: All right. So you run out. Do
0: I do I see Finn at all?
1: You see Finn in tail of the two guards who are carrying cc
0: well, I guess I'll hurry up to Finn and ask him what the heck he's doing.
1: As soon as you try to step out from the crowd, the guards pull out their weapons and they point them towards you.
0: Hands up. Don't stab.
1: They'd
3: more, they're more like guns.
0: Hands up. Don't stab. My apologies. I didn't mean any threatening manners. Just That's exactly
3: what happened. You run up towards these creatures, they will bite you.
0: I I will back away from the creature, but still within close proximity to the group. Finn, what on earth is going on?
1: They withdraw their weapons and allow you to step a little closer.
0: One of these lizards bit Cece, and now she's unconscious. Are these things venomous? You have an antidote. They don't answer. How far away is the medic? They don't answer. I give I give him like a, I need to get out of this situ- look, but I make it brief. Yeah, so I had a bit of a better plan, and then I realized I left my alchemical kit at Wait, the Wait, why are we taking her out of town? Why don't we just take her to medic in town? Well, that, b- before we would move too far, I will, I'm will. i going to ask that. Well, I'm asking right now. The
1: man who interceded on Cece's behalf, uh, you can assume to be some sort of higher ranking officer. You see that he has already remounted himself on his own total lizard all the way at the front of the... Uh, line of soldiers.
0: Well, I'd be shouting anything at him. He's the only person that looks like he can uh, knows how to get anything done around here. He's the only person here I have a midgen of respect for. How far is your medic? Are these things venomous?
3: I. That is why they are used by the Red God.
0: Well, is it a particularly complex poison? I suspect that you would have the antidote as they seem to go off on just anyone.
3: He doesn't
1: answer that.
0: Can I try to persuade him to answer that?
1: You could try...
0: I don't know if you need to look at a chart for this. You do not. <laughs> uh, 12.
1: He does not answer that. He's all the way at the front of this thing. There's about um, eight between them and they're large creatures.
0: And which one is CC on?
1: CC is being more so carried than she is on one of them right now.
0: There would be a problem if I was not within arm's reach of her.
1: They aren't stopping you from being near her. Good. They're stopping anybody else who's trying to get How near her, though. How close
0: is she to the front?
1: Um, she's, like, right in the middle.
0: Okay. Well, I'm gonna go up to the front, then. Okay. More or less. How's about I am my compatriot who have been traveling with her? Who are you? Get back. I'm with him and her. Why don't you let us take her to a medic and you can return if you've got an antidote. We
3: will ask to take care of this. If you wish to take care of it yourself, then speak with the man who asked us to take care of the situation.
0: And you asked them to take care of her? Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have an antidote on you? Fair enough.
1: Okay, so Smoot, you may get to the town hall where you actually see uh, Topty who's coming out from there. She appears to be in her younger form right now.
0: Topty? Yes? They're a red guard. They attacked some of the people. They were walking off with some of the civilians.
1: She takes her staff, the de- the deer-headed staff, and she stamps it on the ground. Take me to them.
0: Uh, uh, All there is is there's a really large dead lizard in the middle of the road. The red guard walked off that way. They were... Leaving with Cece.
1: The lizard is actually being dragged away by them.
0: Oh, okay. Well, well he when didn't... he left, it was in the middle of the road.
1: Yeah, but they're they're dragging it. They're taking it with them.
0: I would take her to the road in which I last saw them on. Tapti, they have CC.
3: Oh, dear. How did that happen exactly?
0: I don't know. All I know is that when I showed up, she she had blood running down her arm. There were two guards escorting her away. Finnevere looked like he was really angry about something, and there was a dead lizard in the middle of the road.
3: We better hurry before
1: Molly does something stupid. So she starts walking a lot faster, um, not really running. You can tell that she, even though she appears younger, her age is still keeping her from moving very quickly. You can see the tail end of it from where you are, though.
0: Cool. So yeah, I will be following okay. so after that. You guys
1: are getting really close to the exit of the village. And you see you see flashes of a Molly who keeps, like giving you eyes like get out of there now or else but he's not taking any action right now. Alfred what would you be doing at this point?
0: I'm following along with the group trying to keep myself hidden from the guards at least mm-hmm. uh, just so they know that I'm not following them. David running around aimlessly circles D- around. I'm assuming looking for Smoot or Alan I thought he would be useful here. Where has Kelsey been during the whole
1: Kelsey went off to find one of you guys Hmm. earlier. Um, She went off to find you guys, but she hasn't found you yet.
0: All right. I'll walk to the front. Okay. Listen, this is taking a while. I happen to know my own medic.
3: If you want us to treat her, it will take time for us to get to our camp. If you would like to take her, that is fine.
0: Unacceptable. If you just provide me with a med kid, I'll be on my way and this will be the last of your troubles.
3: Are you sure about this? You are very insistent that we treat her. You may take her to your own medic if you wish, but we will no longer be responsible for the outcome.
0: All right. I can agree to that. Do you seem to have a better handle on your men? I'll trust that you'll keep them in line next time they're in town. Thank you.
1: And he signals with his hands. Just to give a better description of this guy, I just realized I didn't. I just described his outfit. He has dark, almost black hair, and a scar that runs diagonally across his face, and especially across his lips and travels slightly down his neck. He appears to have a very, like, square jaw and is very fit and green eyes.
0: We've met agreeable terms. What is your name?
3: For you, I am Captain Vernsberg.
0: You're an agreeable man, Captain Vernsberg.
3: Warnsberg. Vernsberg.
0: Oh, my deepest apologies. I'll bow.
1: So he signals and the guards stop carrying, like, don't just stop carrying her. They stop and all the creatures behind him stop as well.
0: I move to receive CC. And I expect my dang medkit.
1: They will not hand her to you.
0: Oh, it's alright. I'll go up. I'll collect CC.
1: Okay. So you go over to them and they hand CC to you.
0: You want to hand her to me so you can grab your medkit? And I hand CC over to him. Okay. And I, I'm expecting my medkit.
1: Wait, you asked him for a medkit?
0: Yep. And he agreed to it.
1: Oh, no. No, dang it. No. I'm sorry. I thought you said something about a medkit and that you had some... You already
3: had your
0: medkit. Nope. kit. He wanted one.
3: We do not have a medkit to give you. All of our medications are at our base.
0: And like I guess I would say something along the lines of funds are tight. Fine. I'll cover it this time. And uh, thank you for being hospitable.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I do not know why. I thought you said something about you had your own med kit. That's what I was going off of basically on what you had said earlier. Just I'd assume a that any account.
0: military platoon would have bandages and such.
1: They're yeah, not, not going to give them anti-venom. out. Anti-venom. They're not going to give them out easily. Especially since she is the one who technically ran out into their lineup which was a threat to the creature but yeah
0: well they probably wouldn't give him out
1: <laughs> you know you're gonna try but
0: same as before this man's really 14. Uh, literally 14 <laughs> same as before this man's very confident in his animal handling capabilities if he's going to deal with poisonous creatures and not have a anti-venom on hand venomous <clears throat> I love you Zach but, by the way I, I have I have CC in my arms at this point I'm going to try and get response out of her. Her
1: head lulls to the side.
0: Is her arm still, like, profusely leaking blood?
1: It's still bleeding a bit, and you can actually see that it's swelling up, and you also see, like, some kind of greenish ooze on the top, on, like, the surface of it.
0: We need to get it to mist. I'm really bad at this. So, uh, uh, I'll, in the I'll meantime, start heading back. In the meantime, I will lay her to the ground, rip off the sleeve of my shirt... <laughs> and wrap that tightly around her upper arm.
1: The crowd backs away and gives you space, but all of them are just on looking and murmuring amongst the crowd.
0: Whoa, there are other people here other than the Red Garden? Yes. Yeah. There's been the a crowd guys, Lines of townspeople yeah. all throughout the city. Oh, I thought we left. On either side of the street. You haven't left you were, yet. You were you trying. Were getting ready to. Yeah, oh, that's you you were much better. to leave the city. Do, do I roll heal for first aid? Or trying to bandage an arm?
1: To stop bleeding, Yes.
0: Well, I, I'm gonna rush him. It's like we did. We don't have time. We need to get a, be, a good help. It was an 18.
1: Okay, you were able to stop the bleeding by taking your shirt, ripping it, and wrapping it around the wound. But you do see that some of the blood is oozing through, as well as the goop. So it's not like super active bleeding, but you are able to treat it with what you have.
0: I just wanted to cut circulation so that it doesn't get all in her body. Um, if Amali was within sight distance, and I where he's the first um, stop. Finn lead the way.
1: So you see Amali. He waves you on, he basically says, Don't come to me. He tells you roll sense he's motive. Sixteen. Knowing Amali, you can tell that he's basically telling you to it's your get help signal.
0: Then I'm going first messed. I'm I'm just gonna keep going until I find him or David or Smooch or someone. Basically I would go, Who can help with this? Is Smoot. Do Smoot and Topty appear soon? We are walking behind them. They're
1: behind and a little slow. Uh, Topty does. But
0: we're walking down the center of the street, which I thought you said there wasn't anyone in. So you would have a clear view of us.
1: Yeah. You can see coming over the hill behind you. Not really the hill, but like over the slope. A younger looking woman who has the staff that Topty was carrying, but it doesn't look like old Topty. And you see Smoot next to her.
0: Okay, great. I can, if that's the first person I run to then, then sh- beeline.
1: Okay, so you guys beeline that way. And the guard continues on. You bring Cece over to Topty and Smoot. You see that her arm is bandaged up. You do see the some of the blood seeping through. Not really leaking or anything, but you also see green tints on it as well. I'll Topty is slowly aging down as she walks.
0: We need medicine. So As I get to them, I say, we need help. She's been poisoned, venomed. Well, I don't have anything on me. Uh, the only—unless Topti knows uh, anything better—venomed.
1: You okay? Hold on.
0: Invenomed. One of those lizards, bitter. Okay. First Bad. Off.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. She looks at Cece. Oh, my girl. Please go to Marnie's, the herbalist. She's in the market. She should not yet be closed. The sun is coming down. By the way.
0: Twilight. Mm-hmm. There's no time to waste. Help Ellen carry. I've got her myself.
1: Uh, Alfred, you see them going from the center all the way towards the back. You're able to follow along if you meet up with them.
0: my character, Cece's no longer with the red guard. Bit more on the, bit more on the relaxed side. I guess I want to take a look, see if I can spot a Molly. Eleven. You
1: see his red hair. Um, Okay. He's a little, he's a little taller um, than some of the village, like the average village height, which is a little shorter.
0: I'm going to try to work my way over towards Amali.
1: Okay. You do so. And it takes you a little bit uh, as the crowd is dispersing. Some people are pushing you and like just to get through and you have to push through them. But you do manage to meet up with Amali who is leaning against a building and he looks worn down.
0: Understandable. Um, I, would, I would go up closer to him within like a uh, hushed tone sort of range for speaking with him and I'm just like, Amali, I know Finnevere and, and Alan got her away from the Red Guard.
3: He sighs heavily.
0: Do you know anything about those lizards?
3: Cursed beasts! That's what they are.
0: All right, but do you know do you know anything about how they work or anything? Getting t- starting to know how we counteract the poison is probably going to be the first thing we need to do.
3: I don't know. Do I look? I, am I an herbalist? Am I? I don't. I'm not a stable master. I was just asking.
0: I know you've been hesitant of the Red Guard, and I thought maybe you might know something.
3: All I know is to steer clear of them. All right. If you really need to know about these creatures, then I recommend going to see Marnie or even Jakob.
0: All right. What are you going to do?
3: Try not to kill somebody.
0: Reasonable enough. Why don't we go and help? You're the only family... That Cece truly has right now, at least. Or at least someone she could she could honestly consider family.
3: How can I go and see her if I let that happen to her? It's my job to protect her, and I failed that. And
0: you're failing her even worse by not being there now that she's hurt.
3: Ooh, that was good. I like it. Okay, let's see what that means.
0: Should I roll any kind in of face? diploma punch in the face? Should I roll anything for that? I ju- I'm just curious. Reflex, initiative, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about what I said.
1: <laughs> okay. You see more emotion on this man's face than you have seen at all, and he actually looks like he is on the brink of tears. This man has barely shown any emotion. He's barely smiled, laughed, or anything, and you see his face like he is breaking at this point.
0: He's still. Is he still, like, leaning up against the building? Yeah. All right. I
1: don't know if I can do this. I'm going to see if I can get his voice to crack because that's going to be fun. I'm a terrible person.
0: Right, I don't know what to do. Well, if you don't know what to do, then pick something and do it. And that's basically how Mest has lived his life.
1: Amali looks at Mest and he still looks like he's like breaking. And he just says,
3: I can't go through this again. I, I can't face her right now. I'm here if she needs me, but I just, I can't look at her when she's like that.
0: You know, I'm starting to see why she doesn't enjoy staying here by herself. And I'm just, ju- I'm, I'm walking away you now. You are this man a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> no, no. Rude. Like a mad scientist this is w- with no moral filter is just, it's perfect. It's oh, he, just... he technically has a moral filter. He's just, no, you have ethics. You have no morals.
1: <laughs> okay. This um, nice
0: class. 10 out of 10.
1: <laughs> so you say this and you like turn and h- not hightail it. You turn and... I'm, I'm start.
0: starting to go away.
1: Yeah, you strut off very confidently because you're like, yeah,
0: what I said was right. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have like a strut. I would just be like, I need to go now.
1: Okay. So you, you have purpose in your step.
0: Yes. He'd, he'd be, trudging be trudging did. along. Because to him it was the practical thing to say.
2: Yeah, it was the, practical. The, the,
0: the practical Doctor Proctical. No, Doctor
2: Proctor. Where are
1: you,
0: man? Where, where's the I don't think Proctor. he could help us. Hopefully dead.
1: Hopefully not the far Hopefully traveler. Hopefully
0: far, far away. Oh my gosh.
1: What if Dr. Proctor was the far traveler?
0: I, yes. I would have an aneurysm. <laughs> so after Taylor would have told Smoot that he would be able to hold on to CC Smoot would have ran to Marnie's shop immediately, just trying to get a, as far ahead to give her as much of a notice before they got there as possible. Taylor following behind because he doesn't remember where Marnie's is. Does Smoot know where it is? There, there is nothing that can keep me from her side.
1: You remember that the herbalist shop was right where, like, right outside was where you met Cece. That's poetic.
0: It all oh begins and ends at it the all herbalist shop. Oh, we better not end if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> but no, this you? we're gonna come back do after you? after the the entirety of the the campaign, and it's just no we're, knocking. We're all gonna die right in front of the First shop. Off, no knocking. The straight in.
1: The door bursts open, and as you go in, you see the line of her shelves, and you see her desk all the way in the back where she is tidying
3: up. Oh,
0: Ellie! you have a patient. Oh. Urgent need. Oh. We need anti-venom oh. immediately.
3: What, uh, what kind of creature?
0: Uh, what, one of the big lizard thingies that the Red Guard wear. They wear them? The, the ride. One of the big lizard thingies that the Red Guard ride.
3: Oh, oh, um, I... I don't
1: have anything for that tea. Did you happen to get a sample?
0: Well, she'll be here any minute now. Oh. Clear some space, make room.
1: Alright, oh, And she just takes the stuff on her desk and she sweeps her arms across it. The glass and everything on it, the mortar and pistol, like the stone mortar and pistol hit the ground. <laughs> the glass shatters. The pistol cracks the floor a little bit. It's undamaged itself.
0: It's a good pistol.
1: The mortar and pistol. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just realized I needed some of those Oh.
3: You can't tell me to clear things. I get too excited.
0: Listen, I'll help with whatever I can. I'm I'm slightly knowledgeable in these treatments, but we, we just need to make room as soon as she gets here.
1: All right, all right. Um, so, uh, bandages and, and uh, cleaning and, yes, uh, go grab some more vials on the shelf over there, please. All right. All right. So, you go and grab all this. You guys bring in Cece, and you see the table in the back.
0: Perfect. Clear spot. Lay her down gingerly.
1: Okay. She's still unconscious. She's not woken up or, ha- or ha- been responsive to your shaking or whatever you've been doing.
0: Smoot, has she got a pulse? Well, I don't know, Taylor. Does she? Heal check. 17.
1: She does have a pulse. It's thready, which means it's kind of weak, but it's there.
0: It's faint. By the way, repeatedly, I'm doing the only thing I know how to besides encouragement, which is constantly coming out to It's like, hang in there. You will pull through this. I continually do my uh, one of the only spells I can cast, which is resistance with my small stone. I, I kiss the stone because it's you don't have to, but it's the way I think it my character thinks it should be done. Herbalist, I tied her arm off to, to keep it from getting too much into her system. Oh, good job,
3: good job. Alright, let's see. We're
0: gonna need new bandages and a sample of the poison, though.
3: Um, uh, for for
1: bandage it arm off. For the venom, we are going to need um, a sample. It has to be the venom of the creature, in order to make an anti-venom to treat the- to treat it, uh, it has to be within, um, in order for the venom to be potent enough, it has to be within 24 hours of-
0: Well, it just happened moments ago! No,
1: no the venom itself, can't take it from the wound, it's already in her body, I need a sample from the creature directly.
0: And I look at you two being Benavir and Taylor. Molly. better have a dang good reason for tearing me off. No- so we were asked to leave. Like, so, of course, couldn't be easy. Marnie, I expect everything to be done to slow the symptoms.
2: But
1: of course, that's that is what my job is.
0: You'll be thoroughly compensated, so don't worry about that. I can even maybe help fix your mess, but not now.
1: It's all right. Um, is truthfully, there- the venom is more of a—it's more of a paralysis. She should be okay to rest at home, but it will take her time to improve.
0: Do you know how much time?
1: It should take
0: um, like days?
1: Uh, several weeks,
0: several based weeks? on her
1: condition. An antivenom would speed up the process, of course.
0: Will it be painful?
1: I mean, the pain in her arm would be the most pain, but she won't be able to move for a while.
0: I'm a healer. I can heal injuries just... What if I'm weak? To, I'm weak right now. I've used all my energy. It's would that help? Uh, it anything?
1: It would not restore her entirely. You see, the venom is very special. It is not like having a, a wound that comes from breaking a bone or uh, from fighting and getting cuts. It the wound is infected with with venom and, and the poison that has gone through her body.
0: All right please patch her up the best you can.
1: Okay. So Alfred, you make it over to the uh to the herbalist shop to Marnie's place.
0: Okay, so just so we know, Alfred didn't know where they were going, but he knew he would need supplies at least if he was going to help at all. Your character so. had a
1: good feeling that that's where it would be. You you have intuition enough to know that Marnie would probably be the only place where people would go for
0: I I've ailments I visited, and I've stayed a while. I've You've I stayed learned a while. and I learned underneath her mm. tutelage. Tutelage.
1: <laughs> Make a perception check for me really quick. 25. Amali is trailing behind you really far back. He is not getting within a certain distance of you, but he, he's still behind you.
0: I turn, not bre- trying, not breaking my stride, just enough to get myself to, like, put my voice towards Amali, and, I'm j- and I just say...
1: He's got, like, his hands in his pocket doing, like, the mopey walk.
0: He's, har- he's harumphed. If you've decided to do something, don't do it half-assed. Ha <laughs> ha!
1: <laughs> like, if this was an anime, it'd just be like a rock falling on his head.
0: Or like the exclamation point that falls out of the sky and the character turns white.
1: Basically, yeah. <laughs> he does not respond to that. He continues to mopily, stands up a little bit straighter, but is still walking a distance behind you.
0: That's, he, he's following along. That's, messed that's all he can hope for at this you, point. You,
1: as you turn so. back, you kind of see him like almost rub his face with his arms.
0: <laughs> it's fine. Smooth, Smooth would turn to uh, <laughs> Finnevere and Taylor. You heard the lady. The only thing we can do to help is either wait this out or go get an, a sample. There's got to be something else. Something. <gasps> hey, 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 hey. Callus! What about him? He said he fought a large lizard. He could have been exaggerating in calling it a dragon. Maybe it was one of these. Could have been. You think he has a venom sample that's newer than a day? Maybe it's still out there. Maybe it hasn't been 24 hours. Why don't we just... Go to the guard And you throw bit. money at him You bit my person Let me get some venom From your snake I can't Why? I give him my word that those will be the last of the trouble I didn't give him my word <laughs> <laughs> Then you can't tell them that it was this person You can't They won't accept it It was the only deal to get us away from them How kindly do you think they are? Uh, they'll be To give us a vial of their venom For 30 silver up front Appraise? Who knows? Why don't we get David to use his particular set of skills?
2: Go ahead and use I your don't know
0: that David's particular method of acquiring income is going to be useful here. Hey. But wait, wait. Hey, excuse me. Did I, what, what, oh, what's it? David, where did you come from? I've, I've
2: been here the entire time. <laughs> You've just been waiting in Marty's
0: shop for us to show up? No, he's been here trying to help uh, okay. for hours.
2: Listen, sometimes all it takes is a bit of prayer and thought. That, that's about all I can do at this moment. I'm sorry that I don't know what else to do. I am not a healer.
0: We can go and get some antivenom, or we can tend to her while she's paralyzed. Two oh. options, very clear.
2: You know. Oh, he yawns a little bit as he scratches his chest. I really probably should care more right now, shouldn't I? Oh, um, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Keep this up and you might be paralyzed in two seconds.
2: So, uh, Marnie. Oh uh, yes. Do you know where we can get a lizard like like the big ones that they had? She pauses. I
1: don't know that exactly, uh, but I would say that you could probably go and check out Jakob's stables. Um he knows quite a bit about uh, the, the fauna around the area. Where is he? At the stables?
0: Where's that?
1: Down the street.
0: Which street?
1: The Market Street. Thank you. If you go behind, um, uh, what is that place? The the reliquary. There's a there's a stable beyond that.
0: Thank you, Marnie. Smoot would leave immediately. Alan will follow. So I can if that doesn't work, you can always try the twelve dozen they must have at their camp. That's what I was saying. So you Finn. guys stay with Cece. <laughs> Because that's just what we need. More people injured. Well, well... I'm hysterical right now.
1: It's all right. I I can watch her if you need to go take care of business. It would probably be best anyway. I need to... She pauses. Undress the girl to make sure there's no other injuries.
0: I'll stay in the corner, but I'm not leaving. I'm not sure if I'm in the room yet. You get
1: there as Smoot and Alan are leaving. Barging
0: out the door in a hurry. Best with us! Where where, where Where are we going? I grab him by the collar. We're gonna find a lizard. (laughs) Wait, wait wait anti-venom pill or the venom pill the one that will actually kill her great idea taylor what if we had the herbalist observe them maybe would work i'm just saying the two of us have got this covered fine if you want to split the group up let's just do it that way we're already splitting the group
1: amali comes up is she okay you guys can see that his eyes are a little red and like his, he's a little puffed up like on his, on his cheeks, like right underneath his eyes.
0: Momentarily stable. Mest, if you want, you can throw the pills in the room.
3: Uh, please don't give those to her. I don't know if that would kill her.
0: That's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't actually have them on me. Fine. That, that looks like the only options to go to the stable person and look at a lizard.
1: Amali um, pauses, looks thoughtful for a moment. That's a really good idea. Go. Now.
0: Bye. Mm-hmm. What do you think I'm doing?
1: So is <laughs> Alfred staying behind or going with them?
0: I'm not sure if I'm getting dragged or not. Oh, I, I am grabbing his collar. He is coming with Okay, us. while I'm being dragged, can I can I make a perception check to see what Amali's doing? Sure. Oh, eight.
1: You see that he's standing outside the door looking like he's about to go in. Okay. Amali is. You, you see Amali at the door uh, looking in, but is very hesitant to come in. You have not seen this man cry. You've seen him laugh a little, but he barely show any emotion. So this is kind of surprising to you that you see him look so emotional.
0: All right. So he's right outside the door. I'll take a step out in that case. Okay. Assuming that Cece's unconscious.
1: She is. And Marnie actually says, good, good. Close the door behind you. I will let you know when you can come back in. I, I do need to undress her. All right.
0: Tru- he also steps outside. I'm trusting in you, Marnie. You? I would hope so. So I I go out and I'll shut the door. I'll look at uh, Molly. Will he look me in the face?
1: No, he is looking down to the left and not making eye contact. And he kind of, he scuffs his boot against the ground.
0: Every single word to the letter. Every single one since we've met, I've listened to. I've, I've, I've followed your every order, followed every suggestion to the best of my ability, or at least to the letter. I should hope that your intuition wasn't wrong this time. The others are trying to find a way to ease their suffering. Marnie says if we can get some anti-venom, the, the healing process should be a lot faster. I might be able to even patch her up in the morning if she can. But we can't risk going to the camp.
1: He opens his mouth as if he's about to say something, but he pauses and stifles a little.
3: And then he says, Thank, thank you, Finn, for stepping in. I told you, 100%. If you hadn't, I would have killed everyone there.
0: I'm sure you would. It would have made for an epic tale. I'm not even
3: sure you would have made it out alive.
0: Probably not. I should only hope that someone would sing of the tragedy.
3: It wouldn't be me.
0: Probably not. Your karaoke isn't the best.
1: He looks up, half smiling again. But you can see his eyes are all puffy, and he turns his head away again, and as he realizes you're staring at his face...
2: Yeah... He kicks the ground again.
0: Marnie's going to be a bit. Maybe we can get something to pass the time. Uh, Some food for when she wakes up. She'll need to regain her strength. Uh, Maybe maybe I can grab my bag and get the med kit, Or we can grab some ale and tell some stories.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Shame on me for thinking she'd be safe here. (sighs) At least I can trust Marnie.
0: Well, you could always try Taba.
3: Uh, You always say that. I'm not moving to Taba, and he smiles a little,
1: and he gently punches you in the shoulder.
0: But if you never visited, we never would have met. Yeah, I don't
3: think I'm going back. Your family's a little intense.
0: Which one? Uh, My my understanding is...
3: Your adopted
1: ones and your your actual ones, Sid.
0: Oh, my view, my two families that anyone else could possibly know about is Sid and Fallon's family, because I stay for dinner so often.
1: It, it, he's talking about both of them. Oh, gosh. Yeah, because he got the talking to by Sid about not turning his place into a
3: uh. inn.
0: Yeah, the old man's probably as heck with me for leaving.
3: Again, a good reason not to go back.
0: Yeah,
3: You don't get scolded huh. by people you barely know. He pauses <laughs> and appears to be thinking about something.
0: We're going to make it through this. She's going to make it through this. And you're going to make it through this.
3: Yeah, she's tough. And a little hard-headed at times. No, very hard-headed at times. No, not even at times. She's hard-headed at all times.
0: A in the family. (laughs) I mean, I'm not there, so nothing's coming about this. If there ever was a time for her to be stubborn, now's the time to count on it.
3: Yeah, well, I might have to consider teaching her to at this point.
0: Why do you think I got into the drops? What? <laughs> Wait, you're telling me he didn't notice the cowtrops in the was, grease?
1: He was so busy being it embarrassed was a... about the belt.
0: I could <laughs> he possibly know? It was in a bag.
3: <laughs> you, you specifically said grease, though. I swear, Finn, if I find any of those under my back, I'm gonna put them right where they belong.
0: Hmm. If she's paralyzed, she can't prank you. Well...
1: <laughs> a tear runs down the GM's face.
0: So, I, I, I think as players, we can all agree that this is that this is entirely Quentin's fault. Absolutely not.
1: Well, it wouldn't be Quentin. It'd be Smoot.
0: Not his I, that, uh, that's That's why I said as players. Yeah. No, no, it is entirely your fault. She ran in front of a lizard. Yeah. Running away from you. No. Him. Him? Yeah. She cause... ran out of the bar in the first place because yeah. of him. Yeah. Yeah, but she was being chased because Finn.
1: So, Finn, you, and Amali... Start heading towards the house to go pick up your bag just to get some stuff ready for her. Smoot, Alan and Taylor, you guys head towards the reliquary and then you pass it just as Marnie said. And you do find a side street and you hear the sound of many different animals. The sun is starting to set. It's starting to get a little bit darker uh, as you go up. You do see, however, as you get there, this very large building. It is bigger than most of the other buildings and it sits just outside of the wall that surrounds most of the village as well. But it's still a good distance away from the edge of the barrier. As you get closer, all of you make a perception check.
0: 12. 12. Higher than 12. <laughs> okay. 15. I- I'm being dragged behind. I'm not I'm sorry, I'm seventeen. Looking backwards at this point.
1: As you guys approach, you see several stalls that are outside. Um, you see some strange horse-like looking creatures that aren't exactly horses. They appear to have multiple sets of eyes. Their hooves appear to almost have enlarged and are long and mangled appear like in an appearance. And you get closer and they almost hiss at you. And they have forked tongues that come out of their mouths. You also see that on another side of the building, you see um, you see a medium-sized, what looks like deer to you. It appears to be a young creature. It doesn't have any horns. It has spots on it. The strangest thing, however, is the spots are glowing blue. And even still, you see in a pen outside, a very tall pen with a almost metal frame on top of it, you see inside is a tall or large lizard creature that is different than the ones the Red Guard were riding.
0: Jacob! 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 You're shouting outside of the building. I, well, I'm storming in wherever this building is okay. shouting the entire time.
1: So you storm into the building and as you enter, you see that there is a man... At the back of this, it's a barn that you storm into. You see that at the back, there is a man who is working on one of these horse-looking creatures. He appears to be putting on a shoe, like almost like a horseshoe on the hoof of this creature. He's very scrawny on his body, but his arms are very large. He turns towards you as you shout the name Yakub, and you see that he has a large scar over his right eye. Like, you can kind of see it underneath of an eye patch. That is covering it. You see that he has massive scars on both of his hands, as well as missing several fingers.
0: Yeah, I, I, I presume. Yes. This is very urgent.
3: We're almost close, sir. How can I help you?
0: Uh, the, the large lizards, like the one the, the Red Guards have. Do you have any of them?
3: No, those are standard by military. We're not allowed to carry those.
0: I, I, I saw one outside. Would that one not be a, Someone was bit by one of the Red Guards' mounts.
3: No, that's a frailed lizard. They're tame, more like family pets.
0: Can they still be poisonous? Would it be able to supply anything?
3: Not that kind of lizard. Now, if you're talking about the Tota, they can be found in the Mildwood, but they're very aggressive. I don't recommend getting near them.
0: you know where any might be?
3: In the Mildwood? Or if you go ask the Red Guard, they have them. We're not allowed to carry those here.
0: Red Guard, it is. Or just finding them in the Mildwood? Not recommended. You'd rather go tangle with the Red Garden? I'd rather tangle with someone who's got one under leash than go hunting a potentially... No, not potentially. Definitely violent beast. One of such beasts that we were warned about not tangling with.
3: They're difficult to hunt, and they're very fast and durable. They can travel up to, translating for you guys, 60 miles an hour. And they can do that for a few hours at a time.
0: Better shots. With running up to the red well, not running, peaceably walking up to the red guard and offering to throw money at them in exchange for a small sample. All we were told is to go to Jacob's. We can just discuss what we are going to do with the Molly later. We might as well just return to Marnie's. This was a bust.
3: I'm sorry. Well, is there anything else I can help you with?
0: Just in case we do decide to go down the route. Seeing as you have one similar. Is there anything in particular that they like to eat? Something we could use to lure them in?
3: They're omnivorous, but they mostly survive on meat-based diets. Sometimes they'll eat the fruits out in the wild. I don't like selling my animals as bait, but you could go out in the forest and catch yourself some wild rabbit. Or, larger game. They'll take down pretty much anything, including a human, and
0: even the bull elephants. Would you have any tips on extracting some venom?
3: Yeah, do it when it's dead.
0: (laughs) Follow-up question. Are you at all familiar with relics?
3: Unfortunately, I am not. Seekers are usually the only ones allowed to use relics.
0: Use them, yes, but are you? Are you? Do you know about them at all? Have you ever heard of a beast lure? Yes. Do you reckon one of those might bring one of them in peaceably? Um. If you had one for it.
3: If I'm thinking of the right thing, ugh, those will call random creatures. So there's always a chance you might not get what you're looking for.
0: Also, Taylor. Shouldn't we just ask him, since he he's a trained seeker? Probably he's used him before. I figured he knows animals. He might know. Is what? there any, besides the mild wood, as a very large general outscape, is there anywhere in particular they've been sighted recently?
3: I don't know. I raised the creatures that are here, the domesticated ones. The only one that we got from the wild recently was that elk that we have outside.
0: All right, well, sorry to bother you. I hope you have a great day.
3: You as well. And you come back if you need anything. I have tackle and harnesses.
0: Do you have mounts for rent?
3: None for rent. I only sail. Hmm. What kind are you looking for?
0: Something that can carry one or two people, maybe?
3: He pauses for a moment.
0: Like a horse?
3: I have the Inquinthians here. He nods toward the snake-like horse that he was shooing earlier.
0: How much are they?
3: About 250 silver apiece. Gotcha. Well, if that's outside your budget, I do have a young blue fan outside.
0: Taylor, we can talk about mounts later. It's a quick passing question.
3: Yes, Granny man, I see you have your hand raised.
0: All right, I understand to extract it when it's dead, but I was looking for more of, uh, is it a specific tooth or what are we looking for?
3: Yeah, you know, like the teeth or the fangs, kind of like how a snake does. This is somewhat outside of my purview, but normally what you would do is you'd cut open the head and remove the venom sacs, hopefully without puncturing them. I mean, you can also try and extract it from the living creature. That's only if you're trained to do so. I don't recommend doing it if you've no idea what you're doing.
0: Wait a minute, they have a freshly dead one. They do, and they're not too far. They were traveling at a leisurely pace. And they—I like said we can try and catch up with them. We're going to meet up with the molly first, but that takes so much time. All I'm oh. saying. Was the was the argument earlier today not the exact same point of it takes too much time, but we need to do the thing, but it takes too much time. Yeah, but All this I'm is saying... significantly more time sensitive. Hey, listen, listen. I, actually, is I mean, though? hey, Cece's quite literally not going anywhere. She's going to live. We've we've established that. Not much. necessarily. What? She's going to sur- to survive in the short term. Yeah, Marnie said she would be fine. She is currently not in imminent, deadly danger. Right! We have time to hunt one of these things and get XP. Or die miserably to them. Did you say these things were solitary hunters, or do they tend to travel in packs?
3: Depends on how old they are, and how big they are. See, the older they get, the larger they are. Which is why the red guard tends to exterminate them before they reach
0: the age of two. Sounds like a party. Alright, quick question. About how much of the body is usable once it's been killed? And I'm sure you could use some for hide, some for food.
3: Exactly. You can definitely eat it. Well,
0: there, there goes the plant of... Like, Let's go! we got to meet with them all. That being said, I don't know if we'd be able to scavenge a dead body from nearby. We there. pay them to let us scavenge the body for poison. Or we could just not pay them. And find our own. And steal from them. Ooh!
1: As you guys run out, you hear the young elk make a elk sound.
0: It's, that that was an elk sound that sounded like a bird of prey coming to kill us. That is actually
3: the sound that elks make. Oh!
0: <laughs> I stick my head back in the door real quick. How much was it for the young elk?
3: He's quite a handful. He's untrained. Uh, if I remember correctly, I think it's about 30 silver, but let me see. I can just go over all the prices of everything in here if you want.
0: Why you, you know looking? what? Might as well. It's not like we're in a hurry. They're not going anywhere. I'm going to leave. Gonna beat a dead horse, or in this case, a paralyzed CC. I
3: have several giant boar, 100 silver. The orcs that I have out there, 300 silver. Orcs are
1: like the, there are um ox, basically large ox out there with three horns. Um,
3: the giant frilled lizard that I have out back, he's 375 silver. And the adolescent elk that I have, he's 50 silver, but I can train him for 150.
0: Hmm, training. I wonder how long that'll take. If it's two <laughs> weeks, it'll be just on par with everything else. How much was the elk again? 50. If you want to it train, it would be an additional 150 for a total of 200.
1: No, it's 150
0: Our with the training. With the training? Okay. But we're cheap. We're misers. We're stingy gubberts. Which is why I want to see if, if we just tend to leave the village for dead, we could have it trained in the night.
3: I also have ducks.
0: How much for a duck? Come again.
3: I also have ducks.
0: We will be speaking shortly, my concern.
3: <laughs> I mean, they're good for eating.
0: No, 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 no. You don't understand. We will speak shortly.
3: I also have chickens.
0: No, 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 no. You don't understand. <gasps> Are we out the door yet or no? <laughs> yeah, we're leaving. No I guests. left, huh? Alright, cool. Good to know.
2: Alright, so you guys leave.
1: Quentin has been obsessed with ducks and has been asking me for a pet duck. Ducks! FYI, I don't care if it happens or not. I hope it doesn't. That you thing is gonna- just
0: made it a possibility! <laughs> I <laughs> hope you know if you purchase a duck...
1: You can use it as bait.
0: If you we purchase could? a duck as a pet, I will cook it. You will over my dead body. <laughs> that is entirely arrangeable. This is going to be a th- throwdown then, mate.
1: You guys got back to the house, and what did you grab?
0: I would grab all of my stuff, my my bag, my grub, all my magic supplies, etc. Okay. Which puts me at uh, just the top of my medium load.
1: So Amali just
3: says, um, I'm going to straighten up upstairs. Uh, Marnie probably gonna send her home because she can't stay with her all night
0: all right i'll make sure that she makes it home
1: thank you so he goes up and he's essentially trusting you to bring her back safe safer than you know getting almost mauled to death by a lizard
0: better appreciate me after this i put my dang life on the line
1: (laughs) if you didn't some other people
0: might have just died i'm sure all seven of us could probably just kill an entire campment of Red Guards? I may or may not have considered popping a cap in the captain's head. Yeah, but how many of us would have survived? Hey, they are down one less mount. The odds are even better in our favor.
1: Alright, so, you guys get back. Uh, you're heading back so it'll probably be about 15-ish minutes
0: before you guys get back.
1: Oh, you're back. Welcome. Oh, hello, Mr. Mist.
0: How's Cece? Is she alright?
1: Oh, yes, she's fine. Um, she's... I gave her some sedative to help ease the pain, but unfortunately, I do have to sleep. She will make it through the night without a problem, and I believe that she will start to improve over the next few weeks, as long as she gets plenty of rest. And if you do happen to obtain the antivenom, you can bring her back, and we can administer that here. I can even show you a thing or two about it.
0: Yes, and only that Oh, she show oh, you a thing or two, alright? Ship in that boat! <laughs> Zach's like, there's a player attached to these stats. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you alright, Mr. Mist? That's there couldn't be any kind of trouble going on.
0: <laughs> besides the paralyzed person laying on your table?
1: Yes, besides the person, he seems to be quite flush. <laughs> I. Do you need a
0: tonic? Uh, mm-hmm. No, I, I think I'll be fine. I'm oh. just a uh, rush of emotions dealing with someone getting bit by a giant lizard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, emotions, Quentin, tr- quit trying to get Marnie to roofie him. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Marnie's being innocent right now. Marnie,
0: so- <laughs> is there anything we should know, any procedures or anything we should follow or administer while she's resting her in the, the morning? Changing the
1: bandages every day would probably be advisable. She may have some scars on that arm, though.
0: Smoot would, if no one else would stop him, attempt to carry Cece.
1: So the sun has completely set. It is dark. Um, the moon is what is lighting your way, but you are carrying Cece. And everyone else is following behind. And you guys meet them, like, right as they're coming back. Or you meet him, right, meet them, right as they're coming back.
0: I, I'm lighting my way with the sun-powered relic. Oh, thank goodness. Has she woken up yet? Not quite. She told you to send her home for the evening. Yeah, she said she'd be able to make it fine. All right. Dude, if any I mean... oh, it's like he's camouflaged or something. I thought David was in the in the herbalist shop. Was he
2: not? He comes running out. I'm sorry. Oh, I fell up. I fell asleep in the back. She had a nice bed back there. She let me lay down on.
0: Well, at least some of us are feeling well rested.
1: You hear footsteps approaching from behind.
0: Okay. Unless they sound like soldier footsteps. They're light. Okay. Probably Molly. Kelsey around anywhere? 16 on perception.
1: You hear them, you turn, you see a small figure walking towards you in the dark.
0: It's the ghost of Cece.
1: Uh, No, no, um, sorry.
0: Don't joke about these things right now, Taylor. How is she? She's stable.
1: She'll be all right. With time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think she's going to pull through. Are, Are we like right outside Marnie's?
1: You guys are heading back. Halfway um they're early. like you're like halfway.
0: Alright, I'll make sure she gets compensation in the morning. Unless I know that she would expect it this late.
1: No, she she basically was kicking them out at that point because it was late and she's like, I need sleep. Alright. Yes.
0: Question Did we see Amali coming out of, towards us, or is No, Amali okay. did not come with him. So where's Amali? He's back at the house, straightening things Fixing up. Fixing her bed. Yeah. I think it's time we all head back. There's not much more we can do tonight.
1: So you guys make your way back. Amali has the upstairs room prepared. Kelsey says, I, I'll i stay down here. Why don't you stay up there with her, Amali? Amali just pauses. Fine. So he stays upstairs with Cece as you guys lay her down up there. And you sleep where you have normally been sleeping, which is one night so far. So you sleep. The next morning comes around, but there's no cheerful sound of Cece to wake you up in the morning.
0: Then I would make breakfast. What do you make? Uh I will try to make pancakes and then cut them afterwards. I'll I'll like make a sketch of like a like rabbit ears, just like so a, an elk with horns, stuff like that, and I'll try to cut the pancakes to that.
1: Okay. Um Smoot outside, it was you had a really difficult time sleeping last night.
0: Understandably so.
1: Not only did you feel very agitated, you also felt very itchy and you just had this insatiable urge to scratch and no matter how much you scratched it didn't go away so this note says you punched a tree yep so he so in order to distract yourself from the itchiness you started punching a tree oh no that was
0: just out of sheer anger and frustration
1: and that in the morning as well
0: just to clarify
1: so smooth's outside punching a tree
0: oh no this is way early before everyone woke up because he was so smooth's
1: still outside punching a tree
0: he's been (laughs) punching a tree since sunrise
1: Surprisingly enough, even though you've been punching this tree, your knuckles do not appear to be severely damaged.
0: It's fine.
1: It's all okay.
0: Congratulations, you haven't ruined your hands forever.
1: You guys wake up and you smell the food that Finnevere is cooking in the kitchen. Kelsey gets up and she walks into the kitchen. Smells really good.
0: Yep, there's plenty of pre-cut up bits. That's my fancy way of saying you guys can have the scraps. Like I cut these up for you, but I'm more or less trying to make something nice. Hmm. Where are the bits? The bits of what? I give the, the bits of pancake. I give him an appropriately portioned plate, no more than I think any person should have. The bits.
1: Kelsey's sitting with her hand against her chin, and she's looking out the window. And she just says, as you're handing her the plate, she doesn't really receive it, but she just says, "It's going to rain today." Is it now? It feels like it's going to rain, at the least.
0: You know, Amali's instincts have been sharp, but I've never seen instincts well I've rarely seen instincts this strong. What do you normally do? You have a vocation? No. Oh. I, I I'd like to roll Perception to see if I can smell that distinct pre rain smell.
1: Sure. Petricor. Petrichor.
0: No, Petrichor's after rain. Oh. The
1: Petrichor. No, you can smell um that before too. FYI.
0: I did not. It is a six.
1: Yeah, you you, you don't smell it.
0: All right. You let me know if, uh, like, as soon as I dealt with enough people who are trying to get my attention, I will bring my uh, cut plates upstairs.
1: Okay. So everyone is taken care of except Smoot, who is outside doing something at this point, probably petting the goats. Unless you came in for food.
0: Uh, He would not have come in for food, but after a long enough time, after everyone seems to have been awoken, he would have just walked straight in, ignored everyone, and walked up to Cece.
1: Okay, so you start going up the... Semi, like, ladder stairs, so they're, like, really sharply angled, and you have to sort of duck when you're coming up them because of the loft.
0: Yeah, small house, made for a little tiny female.
1: So you go go up there, and you see that Amali is trained over her. He did not sleep at all. He's sitting there, and he keeps almost shutting his eyes, but he shakes himself, and he stays awake still.
0: And tap him on the shoulder. What? Get out of here. Get some rest. I can change the bandage on her arm. I'm trained with medicine to a degree, so.
3: No, I'll stay here.
0: What good are you to anyone if you can't, if you're going to be half asleep the entire time?
3: I'll just drink some of um Finn's coffee. That seems to work.
0: Then at least go downstairs and get that. Literally just, on my way. I mean, actually, no, you didn't tell me it was done.
1: You're you're pretty much done. You're
0: dozing off here. Take five minutes for yourself, man.
1: He pauses. Please roll a diplomacy.
0: That crit fail.
1: That <laughs> crit fail.
0: So that's a total one. That's legit a one. It's a total one. Diplomacy, he does not have. Wow. I do not have diplomacy, and my charisma ability modifier is a zero. Hey, hey, my dexterity is a negative one.
1: He shakes his head again. No, I will not leave her side.
0: Suit yourself. He's not half assing it. All right.
1: No, he is not.
0: <laughs> He'll check to change bandages. Okay. Nat crit. So it's going to be a total 26.
1: Okay. You can see that the blood has crusted and you also see, though, that there is some oozing from the wound. You don't smell any foul odor at this point, but you do see that this green substance is seeping out still through the crusted area.
0: I would clean up and dress the wound then.
1: All right. So when you take it off, it does start to bleed a little again because it made a scab. So you take it off and you have to clean it. And then you put back on the bandages.
0: Mm-hmm. New bandages.
1: New bandages. Marnie gave you a supply of about um, four days. So you come up the stairs, Finn.
0: It's, it's the, really hard, I got though. the plate like, in one hand. Yeah. And then, like, the syrup curled up in one hand. And I'm using Prestige. No, sorry. I'm using Mage Hand to lift the one cup of coffee <laughs> as I awkwardly go up the stairs. But also carefully and slowly. So it might take me a while.
1: Okay. So you do make it up there. Uh, you see... That Amali is nodding off, but he is forcing himself to to stay awake. And you see that Smoot is carefully redressing her wound.
0: I will get the coffee. I'll mage hand it up to his face and like wave it under his nose to see if he smells it.
1: He takes it. Like, even though he is tired, his reflexes are still good. And he takes it from the air and he just throws it back. his (laughs) eyes shut?
0: Oh my gosh. (gasps) He smelled the coffee. He knew where it was. And he
1: just tilts his head back and chugs it. It's hot, though.
0: But he doesn't care. Is she awake? No. She's resting.
1: She murmurs something in her sleep.
0: It'll probably be like this for a few days. Is that so? You know, I got the the perfect breakfast for the perfect, and I'll just choose my word specifically here, girl. I'm not a girl. I'm a woman.
1: She does not seem to wake up, though. It's like an automatic response.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Get up your strength. When you do, I got food covered in sugar. I'll set it on, I guess she has a dresser or a table or something. Yeah,
1: there's a small, like, little
3: nightstand. And the little window. Have you made your decision about what you're going to do yet?
0: Marnie's and CC would improve gradually over time, but we don't know how long that would take. Unfortunately, Jacob, he didn't have any of the particular beasts we were looking for. He did say, however, that if we ventured out slightly into the mild wood, we may be able to find some. And I know Taylor has that beast alert, so we were weighing our options. The beast law could be used once. Hey, Amali, the beast law you had—how many uses did that have?
3: Ugh, oh, they are once only.
0: Oh, kind of them? thing. Well, if you need any extra bandages, I have a med kit of my own.
3: While you guys are upstairs
1: discussing your potential options for helping Cece, you hear a knock at the door, and that is where we're going to end this evening of the Gate Chronicles.
3: Dun dun dun! Dun dun dun! dun, dun.
1: Yay!
0: Thanks, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of TGC. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. But if you did, please let us know via your feedback. You can follow us on any of the social medias. We're on Instagram, Twitter. You can find us at RollFound. Or you can even check out our website, which is com. Please feel free to give us your feedback or even join our Discord, and you can interact with us directly. Or if you'd like to support us in other ways, please try checking out our Patreon, coffee, or Various other things such as our merchandise. If you're wondering where any of this can be found, the link is going to be in the description below. And please do stay tuned next week for TGC. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye.